Previously on Grand Design, I mean Alien Chimera. <laughs> a voice just above you. Autonomy protocols initiated. Welcome, free brother. Miss Pepperwood, Dr. Turing, you might want to get down here. Something weird's going on in, in the, the enclosure with those critters. Define something weird. Central, can you open these doors for Dr. Turing? I'm sorry, full control has been given over to designation subjugated species Theodore Ezra. Hey, Central, turn off all the lights. Something's wrong here. The door appears to be melting on this enclosure. I'm sorry, did you say melting? You see these small creatures with these long tails, the same thing that jumped on the head of the pig. You see about a dozen of them rushing at the Marines. Theodore, we'll deal with you later. We have to get out of here. And you see something moving very rapidly through the brush, something small in your direction. It leaps at Dr. Turing directly at your face. You hit it, and it explodes in a mist. Hello and welcome to the Rollmageddon Podcast, the Alien Chimera Campaign, episode number eight. We're playing the Alien RPG by Free League. It's fun. Nobody's dead yet. I'm kind of sad. Uh, yeah, spoilers in case you jumped directly to episode eight. Nobody's dead yet. I am Jason. I am the Game Master. And here are five people who will hopefully be whittled down over the course of the next two hours. Hello, I'm Jordy, playing Dr. Norman Ezra. I'm Sam, playing I'm pilot Castro uh, Riker. I am Molly, and I'm playing uh, Roughneck Sid Hardesty. I'm Molly, I'm playing Victor Victarious Vinegar and Colin Robinson. Meow. <laughs> he's, he's Victarious now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't know. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, just gonna run with it. Okay, <laughs> I wrote it down. I'm Mel. I'm playing Clara Green, the medic who's cruising for a bruising. All right. She's not kidding. Clara has a death wish. <laughs> I remember Clara being the one who's going. Why did you make the giant death machine? She's got some priorities, and they may change daily. <laughs> So last time we were back on the ground with the other group. Let's see here. Uh, the ground crew had some problems. And the people who are not on the ground aren't currently aware of these problems because we're jumping back in time just a few hours. Are we seriously defining like many members of our military being mauled by xenomorphs as problems like <laughs> it's a small hiccup some problems you it's got hiccup, replacements okay. <laughs> they're just marines pepperwood we're all gonna <laughs> die are you harmed pepperwood no <laughs> and no that's great. true pepperwood is still alive hmm. so y'all took off uh, in order to basically rotate shifts and some other stuff uh, as some Whalen yutani scout craft were detected entering the system so uh, yeah as we are now there's a shuttle containing Dr. Norman Ezra, Clara Green, and Vic Vinegar, and his Marine squad currently making their way to the Chimerita dock. The other two, Kestra and Sid, have been just doing, you know, 
ship things Lady in the meanwhile. Stuff. Lady yeah. things. <laughs> girl stuff. Probably just getting drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. yelling at uh, whatever that guy's name was who, oh, <laughs> let the, who convinced the kids to get on the... No, no, that wasn't Johnny. I think that was Della Ross. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I said, girl stuff. So as we begin, the shuttle is flying towards the Chimera and... You three, you're not, nobody's flying the shuttle. You're just all passengers right now. It's uh, Steel Hands. Whatever, what was his damn name? <laughs> Too many characters. Steely Dan. <laughs> you need a wiki. Metal Fingers. Mac Mouth. Oh my god, I don't even know. Rick Astley. The pilots, <laughs> the guy flying? Don't you give us a list of them? Michael Steel Hands Kellen. Kestra's. Uh, not really rival. Is your, your rival? Who is your rival? Kester's oh, rival. Oh no, my rival is Desmond Davies. Oh, the first officer. But yes, Steel Hands Callan is the one whose high score you beat on the simulator. Mm-hmm. He's on his way, flying these guys back, and a message comes over the comms. You can hear Whalen used Tawny Scoutcraft have been detected. Make immediate docking procedures, and we will be moving out of orbit in order to protect our position of our ground crew until this threat has dealt with. Your shuttle makes its way, parks into one of the shuttle bays, and as you all get off of your ship, and also Kestra and Sid, you see the lights all throughout the Chimera start flashing red. This is a red alert. It means you are under attack. In the two years you've been out, you have not had to experience a red alert, because Waylon Yutani has not found you. You're pretty deep out past the rim. However, it appears that today they have. Red alert. <laughs> <laughs> so you all know the drill. Kestra, you're basically to run to the shuttle bay or to Johnny and get your orders. Uh, you know that the shuttles will be getting immediate uh, retrofit to basically they strap some armaments on them and get some of the shuttles ready to fight. Uh, as for the rest of you, Vic, obviously you're to report to your Marine crew and basically set up in case you have to do any sort of a boarding party action. Let's lock and load. What and, do I do? Uh, Sid and the Roughnecks basically get ready. Uh, Y'all strap into your Enviro suits and get ready in case there's a breach or something's broken and you need to run out and fix it. So you're basically the emergency repair crew. Oh, okay. Duct tape. <laughs> Clara, being a medic, you're just to report to the Marines and kind of take orders from whoever happens to be in charge, which unfortunately today is Vic because the captain's on the ground. And basically patch people up if they get wounded. All righty. And then you'll get if you something. I have exp- my human's flesh stick duct tape ready. <laughs> <laughs> and... Dr. Norman Ezra, as you step off the shuttle, you're immediately over the comms. Dr. Ezra, please report to the bridge. Look at me, I'm going to the bridge. Bye, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're special. So as everyone's running off to their respective stations to prepare for what is to come, Clara, you're having a bit of a problem. You seem to have run out of something that you really need. Uh Yeah, she's starting to get a little fiendy. Did you know? A little woozy. (laughs) Getting a little uh, spicy. It's getting a little exciting. 
So you're supposed to report to your stations. However, uh, you may want to make a pit stop past the pharmacy. Oh, hell yeah. I'm absolutely doing that. All right, Clara, you wander into the pharmacy. And you see see a guy standing behind the pharmacy. He's kind of tall, wearing a lab coat. The lab coat's kind of non- uh, non-standard. It's got little skulls all over it. Oh my god. He's wearing a big hat. Oh my god. Glasses. Oh my god. And you recognize Alonzo. <laughs> also known as the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he literally asked me to put him in the game. And kill him miserably. As you walk in, he kind of looks over and goes, Hey, Clara! Can I shank what can him? I do for you? Can, can I shank him immediately? Can I just shank him <laughs> no, the you drugs? can't shank him. <laughs> so what can I do for you? I'm just having, um, I just uh, wanted to check out and see. I, I know that I had a prescription filled here um, some while ago, and um, I've run out, and um, I wanted to see if I could get it filled a little early. Can I get it a little early? I kind of need it now. Kind of looks at you. I don't know about that. <laughs> Try making a manipulation roll. I have one success. Says, well, I mean, I can't just be handing out meds, uh, but I got some uh, some CBD products. If you want <laughs> <laughs> that might mellow you out. I I actually um, the science isn't back on CBD. <laughs> I don't know what it's worth versus a placebo, and I I, I need my shit. I need my shit, Alonzo. Can I get my medicine? It has my name on it. Well, uh, you're going to have to wait. I mean, we're, we're in the middle of an alert, so... We're on an alert. What are you doing here? Uh, Why, here what, in I, case... I am the medic. Well, people, hello. I what? need the medicine to help other people. We're in an alert. Am I supposed to go to the scene of everything going on, come back to you, say, can I pretty please have some medicine to make him feel better? Yeah, whoa, you don't need to be mean about it. I'm just saying, <laughs> hello, logistics here. What is going on? You want to try making a command roll? I have one success. Okay. Says, well, I can give you an emergency bag, but I can't fill out your prescription until later. Fine. Let's just see how much suffering happens today because you don't want me to be on my game. You know, Claire, maybe you should uh, address the problem Maybe you should stick to your CBD, Alonzo. <laughs> he, he moves into a back room and comes out with basically a medical briefcase, uh, so you can you know run around the ship and have all the supplies that you need. And he hands it to you. Well, good luck out there. You too, Alonzo. You too. <laughs> Jeez, so mean. Clara instantly takes another stress level. <laughs> Clara is a stress level. Yes, actually, Clara, you do have one stress level (laughs) due to the fact that you're not quite having your stuff. That will be alleviated the next time you um, get your stuff. You fix. Just have a good time. Have a little vacay. Is there any hidden in your bedroom? (laughs) Oh, she can find. All right, Dr. Ezra, you make your way to the bridge. The door opens up into the dragon's head, and the captain's there, the first officer's there. He turns back to you. I thought the captain was on the ground. 
No, uh, the captain, no, the captain of, the... of the ship oh, is there. Okay. The captain of the marine, or the sorry, he's not even the captain. He's the sergeant, platoon, platoon commander, or whatever, is on the ground. However, the captain of the ship, Captain Aslan Turk, he turns to you. Says, "I ho- was hoping this was going to be more of a pleasant chat over drinks, just to sort of figure out more about what you had found down there. But it looks like uh, we have some visitors. How far off are they?" Uh, they're quite a ways off. We're arming up the shuttles. We're going to send some pilots out there to take them down. These scout craft aren't usually heavily armed, so should be fine. Brought you up here to talk to you and so you could take care of the situation with your son. However, our recent scans show that your son appears to be nowhere on the ship. How can that be? That is a good question. Uh, we're investigating it. It is possible that our sensors just start picking him up, but that would be highly unusual. It's also possible he might have stowed away aboard a shuttle and went down to the surface of the planet. In either case, there's nothing we can really do about that right now. We'll figure it out once we get this taken care of and we get back to the planet and deal with that situation. Uh, How much do you know about the operation of the nanites? We may need to use them to... Seal whole breaches, or possibly even make a more direct approach if these spiders are not the only things coming in. Well, I've poured through a lot of the research, and uh, it's way beyond what anything we've ever studied, but it might take some while to get stuff implemented. Oh, the new. You're ta- I'm just, just talking about what we have right now. You can operate the nanites, correct? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. You this is good. calm that your child was missing. <laughs> Uh, As we all know, the child is more of a science experiment. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to wait till he was 18. I'm free now. (laughs) Stick with me here on the bridge. We'll figure out what needs to be done. Like I said, I know we only have a limited supply of these nanites and it takes a while to rebuild them. So we're going to only use them if we absolutely have to. It comes down to destroying the facility with the nanites so that it does not fall into Wailing Yutani hands, then we may have to take that at course of action. Can I make any sort and rolls to recall any information that I've acquired on the new nanites to try to improve them? Uh, make contact roll. Two successes. Two successes. Looking over some of the preliminary data, you reckon that you could, with the help of um, Dr. Turing's assistant, probably make some small upgrades to improve their their efficiency and reduce construction time. The iterations that Central went through in altering these things were so minute that you could easily implement a lot of them just into the basic structure and then have your nanite machine basically start producing the new nanites that are, you know, not going to be amazingly more efficient, but a little bit better. Can you please call down to the medical lab and have that creepy... I don't even remember his name. Oh, what was it? That creepy wax doll that Turing has walk around for him (laughs) implement these improvements. It's Dr. Darren Dale. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of alliteration. Pale Dale. (laughs) Pale Dale. (laughs) Dale's pale ale. 
So why don't you head down there and work with him, and uh, I'll send out orders if we need it. Well, this is probably more important. If you can get the nanites working more efficiently, we might not have to worry so much about how we use them. Hopefully we won't have to use them at all. The pilots do their jobs. Rather be here, but I guess I'll have to smell the sweet smell of his embalming fluid-like skin. (laughs) (laughs) I take it you don't get along, which you're going to have to today. Have you seen him? Several times. I am the captain of the ship. So you know them. (laughs) Just please get your ass down to the nanite production facility. Kestra, you make your way to Johnny Dittis. He looks at you and strolling up kind of just a few paces behind you. Also, Steel Hands, Michael Callan. He looks over at him, seems more relieved to see him than he seems than he is to see you. Oh, look at the pilots I got today. Well, we're retrofitting it up. Kestra, you and your co-pilot taking a Cars 11. You're going to get out there, shoot down some ships, and bring my ship back in one piece. Understood? Fuck you, Johnny. (laughs) I do not believe this is an appropriate time to be cursing at me. Just get me in the air. I'll do my job and bring this stupid bucket of bolts back to you in one piece. Hopefully. You're talking about... My ship. All right? His face starts slowly getting redder and redder. Hey, if I survive, the ship survives. So let's hope both of us do. Yeah, if only there was a way to get the ship back without you. Hey, it's not my fault they're not shooting fucking BBs at us. (laughs) Well, just shoot first. And and dodge. And then he stains your rival, or not your rival, but... uh, Probably the person who considers you his rival, Steel Hands, <laughs> a ship as well. So it's going to be you and Steel Hands going out front. You're going to have one ship in the back, making sure to keep them off your ass. That's all we got. You got two missiles. You know the drill. Don't waste them. Two's one more than I need. <laughs> he just rolls his eyes. <laughs> All right, go, 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 go. Get out of my face. Let's go, Steel Hands. Steel Hands turns to you. Says, I know we don't get along. I'm a little, still a little sore at you for beating my high score. I still think that you're a little reckless out there. But uh, come back in one piece, all right? I still need to beat your score. And if you're dead, it's not as satisfying watching your face fall. Ah, Steel Hands. <laughs> so sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out there and fuck him up, buddy. Like, give him a big high five. <laughs> he high, high fives you back. Top gun. Kind of haltingly. <laughs> he doesn't under, seem to understand what a high five is. <laughs> he doesn't know what a high five is? <laughs> no, it just, he just very haltingly as if he doesn't understand what it is. High fives are going to outlive us all, okay? That's high fives will true. still exist in the future. Can we do the, can we do the no, it's just one? this guy has had no friends and oh. no one taught him. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then you're a co-pilot. Andy Lip comes running up. Oh, we get to go out there and actually shoot something. Ha! Huh, that's, that's great. You can see sweating profusely. <laughs> a real combat against real missiles and guns and... Whew, all right. Easy uh, there, Lip. Don't blow your load before we even get in the ship. Uh, well, I already took care of business in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ship myself in the middle of the combat. Just ease her back there, buddy. Let's just go out and do our jobs and make it back here in one pace. All right. You guys run off to your ship. 
<laughs> you okay? Okay. <laughs> I love Castro's voice I just keeps Castro. getting better and better. <laughs> Vic. Present. <laughs> you approach the marine barracks, and uh, it fi- kind of strikes on you that you happen to be the ranking officer with the captain, or sorry, the platoon sergeant down on the planet. So you have two squads to command. Um, so um, Vic realizes now he's the commanding officer, um, and he pulls out a cigar. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> um, if he's going to be in charge, he's going to be going to be, um, you know, very sergeantly. So um, I suppose he goes into the barracks with his cigar lit and ready to command. All right. You see <laughs> some BDE there, buddy. You see nine Marines in there because the other half of your force is still on the ground. They are all suited up, got the armor on, which you you'll have to. Get on as well. Actually, you probably still have your armor on. I'm wearing M3 personnel armor. Yeah, everybody should be wearing, or all y'all should be wearing. Which that. we established that you can pee in, correct? And it it filters it for you. <laughs> yes. No, I think the, <laughs> the exosuits do that. Wait, the, uh, how do you pee as a soldier? I think you just unzip your pants. You un- yeah, you whip your dick out. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I thought it was just like space armor. Sitting down. It's the personal armor. Does not protect you from space. The exosuits protect you from space. Okay, fine. Yeah, he's wearing personal armor, yeah. so I guess he, he can't. Think the Marines and aliens okay, that but they he were wearing. Has some special tubing taaped to his leg. This group is way, way <laughs> too preoccupied. No, I'm with just peeing. I'm just, I just want to say. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just was curious. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, I, and blowing loads in the toilet. <laughs> whose ass smells the sweetest <laughs> well and Teddy was like have you ever peed yourself it's wonderful <laughs> <laughs> alright um, so yeah I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the barracks and alright the marines are all looking at you expectantly alright boys um, whatever happens um, and it may get hairy today uh, I just want you to know that we are way more badass than any Wayland yutani marines and we're gonna kick their asses. Tell them to stay frosty. Stay frosty, boys. (laughs) Now, as the person in charge of all this wonderful stuff, you have to make a decision. No. We're all gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) It's alright, I got three wits. Yeah, You have a choice of weaponry to assign people. Now, standard indoor as in in a spaceship where you can accidentally blow holes in the hall and decompress everybody, your standard weapon is going to be just a pulse rifle. They're still armor-piercing, but they do a lot less damage. Uh, you do have some smart guns. You have magnums. You have service pistols. You have incinerator, flamethrowers, incinerator units. Uh, and you have a few heavy pulse rifles. So you need to decide, like, what are you arming people up with? Are you going the safe route with doing less damage? And less potential damage to the ship, or are you going to go big and just hope that they all hit their targets? I'm going to give them M41A pulse rifles and maybe some Armat 37A2 12 gauges. Um, I personally am going to bring an M56A2 smart gun. Okay, so you have the smart gun. Um, I probably they have the pulse rifles. How, how many how many guns can a person carry? Because I have a lot of guns in my gear. <laughs> uh, well, if you. Ca- 
I've got, I mean, Vic's, Vic's packing heat. The smart gun is pretty heavy as it is. If you carry more guns, it basically means you move slower. You have penalties to your mobility. I am five strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can carry more. Are you just a walking arsenal at this point? Are, are you giving them any grenades? Yeah, uh, maybe some G2 electroshock grenades. Do those do, um, those are like stun grenades, I guess? I think so. They'd definitely be safer. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really understand how how dangerous these weapons are on a spaceship because my understanding is a spaceship should be pretty pretty bullet resistant. Yeah, but these are armor piercing rounds, so you can blow holes and start decompression. Now you do have the nanites to repair things. Uh, you have bulkheads that will automatically seal if there's decompression, but it can be isn't the ship you know, complicated flying, if you're isn't the in ship the room like that gets sealed off. Flying through space like. With like meteors and shit, though, like it wouldn't it be like pretty. I mean, like if you shot a hole and a bullet went through the hull, like that, like the ship's not gonna like be fucked. It's just a little like leak. But these are special. Bullets. Yeah, but if you say full auto with a smart gun and blow many, many, many holes through a wall, I, I thought the bullets always hit because it's smart. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I, uh, That's what that means. I, Okay, yeah, let's give everyone um, stun grenades, M41A pulse rifles, um, and maybe maybe we'll bring like an, some smart. We'll bring some heavy wish- machinery. Okay. I don't know. So you're kind of going down the middle of the gamble here. Yeah. The most important question is do the smart guns correct your grammar? And when they do, mm. how accurate are those corrections? Well, they're not that smart, okay? They may be smart. like college level, but not like a professor. Okay. They Does, were actually designed with Clippy in mind. No. <laughs> Does the smart gun ask rhetorical questions? <laughs> Only if it's a Neither smart, smart ass, ass gun. There's uh, <laughs> a smart them. gun younger than the average person, but he's also really smart, so everybody likes him. <laughs> Does a smart gun a smart play guy. TikTok? <laughs> Super wicked smart. What was the question that you asked, Mel? My question for the dear, dear game mother is: How many times in the history of this podcast has the dear, dear game mother been resourced saying to shut the fuck up? Not too often, because <laughs> that was hilarious in my little head. I just feel it like it should be at least once every three months. <laughs> We make sure that people that have the better um, range combat skills are using the more dangerous weapons to the ship. Okay. <laughs> you know, like if someone's like a natural marksman, maybe we give them the, you know, the pulse rifle. And if they're kind of sh- suck, we give them something else. All right. I'm going to have you make an observation roll to see if you remember who's the better shot. <laughs> <laughs> well... All right. Can I see the bag of dice? I'm going to push this one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the bag of dice. Oh, it's over yonder in the game. Getting tired of your dice again, are we? I've never rolled a six on these. You rolled gonna, one? I think I'm gonna out ret- of 11 dice. I think I'm going to discreetly return them and swap them. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be somebody else's problem. Uh, I got I got two successes in a, in and a face hugger. Uh, do you have nerves of steel now, right? Yeah. So you don't have to worry... Until your stress level gets to three, and that's when you'll actually have the chance of panicking. Perfect. So your stress level has increased by one. <laughs> All right, so you put, you're thinking and thinking, you're like, work, brain, work, and then it does. And you start to remember who 
at the shooting range was getting better shots in the little circles. <laughs> um, you, um, you, you take the, you take a smart gun. I remember you, uh, you were pretty good at the fair, and I'm, I'm gesturing with a fat cigar. <laughs> um, All right, ashes flying everywhere. Yeah, no, he's, he's not that vigorous. He's more like a little bit of slobbers going where, and uh, so we'll get everyone organized. Um, all right, all right, boys. Well, let's keep it frosty. Uh, all right. They all arm up. They're just kind of mumbling. Like, what are we going to do against a couple of fighters? I mean, I guess follow the drill or whatever, but man, we haven't seen action in two years. Well, listen, listen. Um, we're going to put our armor on. We're going to take these guns. We're going to patrol the halls like we've been trained. And when this all blows over, we're all going to get drunk as hell. All right, sounds good. Meanwhile, back in the goat's ass of the ship, as it's called, the cargo bay, Sid, uh, you're down there. You have just arrived, and you see Odin kind of pointing people out, directing things. All right, get all the crates strapped down. We start taking any sort of hits. I don't want stuff flying all over the place. Make sure to strap in the loaders. I'd rather not have to fix anything after this is all over. Besides, you know, if we get hit with a couple of missiles, we'll all be dead anyway. It won't matter. Sees you coming in. Sid, back just in time for the fun. Where do you want me? Says, uh, put on the exo suit and get ready to hit some hull breaches if you need. Grab yourself some tools. I do all that. All right. Do you... You can, if you wish, have a oh, right, a sloth companion. <laughs> oh, space sloth. Keep losing a little space suit. <laughs> space. I have sloth. a sticker of a sloth in an astronaut suit. I'm going to bring it for you. Oh my god, I would love that. I forgot about that until just now. <laughs> Wait, he's so happy. Was there a sloth space suit made by Central? No, no, no. Okay, but there is in been. my drawer. All right, so you have one of these. Ooh, a boat. Mainly for repairs, but also usable to defend yourself if necessary. Oh, yeah. It a is gun. a single shot, so you have to reload it after every shot. Okay. A Watatsumi DV-303 bolt gun. There you go. Hell yeah. I just, I... Hell know, yeah. Follow Odin's orders, do my job, got the exosuit on, I'm dropping shit down and preparing. All right. Everybody's moving around, getting stuff down, done. And you just hear people mumbling like, ah, so glad that Brody's st- stuck down on the ground. <laughs> this would have been so much more annoying if he was around. <laughs> can I pull out my flask and take a swig of hard liquor? God, no uh, you can indeed. I, I do that. <laughs> Odin pretends not to notice. <laughs> Dr. Ezra, you have made your way to dealing with... Uh, Dale and Dale. Dale. Yes, Dr. Dale. This slick back hair, looking very much like a company person, except wearing a lab coat. Just imagine you... John Waters, but like creepier <laughs> and deader. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without the mess- moustache. Paul Rubens and John Waters. Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta frightens me. I always picture him a bit like, um, oh, fuck me. Batman guy in in Michael uh, Keaton. No, no. Joker. Christian Bale. Christian Bale in 
Machinist. Thank you, American Psycho. Wow, my brain is just like skipping all (laughs) the relevant points. You know, he modeled his behavior after Tom Cruise. (laughs) I love that. So you walk in and he looks up at you. You walk into what is affectionately known as the Lion's Maw, the basically the foundry for the nanites. Dr. Dale looks up at you and goes, I can handle this myself, you know. Well, there's some new arrangements to be going down. We need to upgrade these nanites quickly. Drop it, whatever you're doing and start pouring over this data. And I hand him a little pad I have. We're going to upgrade them in the middle of the, all this. I mean, it's doubtful we need to use them, but still. This seems like sort of an absurd thing to be doing. Upgrades I'm sorry, what months. else are you doing down here? I am preparing in case of stuff happening. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> Waxing my very thin mustache and masturbating feverishly. This man doing business. <laughs> I just finished an anal waxing thing. <laughs> I can only picture John Waters now. That's all. That's all. <laughs> well, since your master isn't here, little minion, do this. <laughs> oh, and I suppose what will you do? Oh, that's right. What you usually do. Nothing. I can only imagine Divine standing behind his shoulder, too, just like glaring. <laughs> he starts pouring over the data. Okay, these are very small details. We can start making additions. I don't know how much actually going to do and he starts plugging away on the computer do you do anything no, superfluous system? a system okay should i do a contact bro no he just gets an extra die oh. it's the way it works and it's the game <laughs> <laughs> <You> okay <laughs> what did talk to her sweet Read. chef game mother <laughs> Yes, you know, you may have noticed that eight episodes mother has never talked, the, the <laughs> ship's AI. Hello. It's because it got a bug in it that caused it to turn Swedish and they just turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, mother, uh, I was probably supposed to explain this a long ass time ago, but your mother unit in the ship was seen as potentially a spy for Whalen yutani so it was completely disconnected. So uh, you yeah, have... That's an important detail. Yeah, you have no AI. That's why it hasn't been going. Yeah. Mother. I thought we just Mother, had a turn dump the lights ship. on. Hmm? I thought we just had a dumb ship. Sorry, Dave. Had a what? A dumb <laughs> ship. A dumb ship. As opposed to a smart gun, it's a dumb ship. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. No one's ever talked to Mother. Instead of Mother, it's Hodor. <laughs> 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 Mother, turn the lights on. Hodor. Hodor? Hodor. I say fucking useless. No, close, cl- the, door, close, Hodor. close the door. <laughs> Hodor. God damn it. <laughs> Meanwhile, the ship's launch. Kestra Riker, you're going out with your co pilot, Andy Lip. Suck him up, Lip. And uh, you feel the sort of, you've done a few test runs with the shuttles with their armaments on there, but it still feels a little heavy compared to just driving the ship without all the extra gear on it. So it's like, yeah, kind of have to get used to it, you know, do a few barrel rolls. Feels like she's got a fat fat ass on her. (laughs) Press L or R twice. (laughs) Do a barrel roll. Get that out of the way. (laughs) 
Well, you're the one that started it. Oh, yeah, because I needed to get it out of the okay. way. <laughs> I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> Fox, help! Oh, my God. And you head out towards where the Wayland yutani fighters uh, were spotted. They're kind of on the outer, uh, a little bit further out on the system. They are making their way towards you, probably scanning. Probably have seen the Chimera by now. And are heading in your direction. It's you, Steel Hands. It's sort of uh, spaced out at a decent range. And then another ship in this, between you, but like falling back, kind of pick up the slack wherever it's needed. So three total? Three total ships yeah. against two of theirs. Oh, okay. As you approach... They speed up their ships and start making right towards you. And now we're going to get into a little bit of combat here. Mm. We want to pick your initiative, Con. Mm. Mm. One. Nice. One is a good number. There's asteroid belts, but you're not near there. It's going to be a pretty open fight. Uh, a lot of open air, a lot of stuff. Now, just to sort of remind you which, how this works... Uh, first of all, you have a co-pilot, so he's going to be covering up some of the stuff. Uh, he will be doing target locks. He will be performing basic piloting actions. You'll have the choice of whether you want to try to shoot or pilot, and he'll take up the slack for that round. He can also launch countermeasures for you, so you can you get to determine whether you're going to be rolling your piloting or your ranged combat each round, just so you have some fun with the variety. And okay. It's not just going to be you flying while he gets to take all the shots and get all the glory. You have a short-range light railgun turret. You have a long-range, two long-range missiles. So the enemy craft are, for convenience sake, uh, because, you know, I didn't want to look up a billion stats armed with the exact same (laughs) shit as you. So you have the first initiative. You are approaching, at this point, you are at, at extreme range. So you're not within range enough to target. You can Use the basically accelerate, decelerate, uh, maneuver to change initiative, or you can evade. Uh, evade is sorry, evades a reactive action. So when they shoot, you can instead choose to evade, but then you lose your next turn. Uh, or you can shoot, etc., like etc. They're like out of range, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're just yeah. out of range. Okay. So at this point, it's kind of game of chicken. Who gets into range first? Uh, I will accelerate towards them. All right, so you just barrel down. Are you quite trying to get just into long range, or you can make a piloting roll, and each success increases or decreases distance, so you can get like right up on top of them. If you uh, want. I will do that, because I also have full throttle, which gives me plus two to acceleration. Okay, make that piloting roll. Oh, by the way, you gain a stress level, because you are moving into combat... And you're about ready to have a bunch of shit shooting at you. 10, 11, die. Do I also command the other ships, or are they just doing whatever they want? Nope, they're doing whatever they want. You are engaging one, and Steel Hands is engaging the other. I got one, two, three successes. Okay, so three successes uh, drops you all the way into short range. So you just punch it. This guy doesn't really think you're going to be coming right at him he figures there might be a couple like you know like some polite missile attacks against each other as you try to like beat in but you just barrel right down on top of him so your co-pilot now can do something uh you're in charge so what would you like 
Andy Lip to do? Do you want him to start, like, he can fire the railgun turret. He can prepare countermeasures. He can try to basically prepare to go dark or try to prevent them from getting a lock on you. What do you want to play it? Offensive or defensive? Uh, I want him to shoot at them. Okay, he just opens fire. Shoot at him, Lip. All right, boss! <laughs> like they're tap. <laughs> Look their tech. Slip. That's hard to say. In his eagerness, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> kind of aims the turret down, and just you just see this wild fire, suppressing fire, just flying all around, and, and none of them, like I mean, a few maybe come close to the enemy ship, but most of them are just all over the place. It looks like he's blowing confetti out there. Jesus. Try aiming next time, Lip. <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> I guess our supplies is blown. At this point, the enemy ship gets its turn. And you can kind of see off to the side the the other two ships kind of starting to circle each other, each trying to get position instead of just, you know, nose diving at each other. <laughs> and first of all, the guy here tries to make a target lock on you. It's something I forgot to do with the other one. You have to make a target lock to fire the weapons. Hmm. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it's weird. So maybe he forgot to do the target lock, and that's why his shot was so bad. Mm. <laughs> All right, you get the t- the beeping comes across your your uh, monitor that you have been locked onto. So the ship is preparing to fire. He's getting a lock on us, Lip. Should have fucking aimed. Shoot the raspberry jam. So he locks in on you with his. Light railgun turret and takes a shot. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm gonna do every time they target. Johnny's gonna lose his shit if the ship's damaged. All right, uh, hail of fire goes across the front of your ship, but nothing connects. Bizarre. Because right. shooting projectiles in space is not as easy as you think it is. <laughs> it's not. That's why they use like you know turrets and just kind of spray yeah. the area and hope to hit something. All right, so it's your turn. What would you like to do? You want to do the piloting, fancy piloting stuff or gunning stuff? Uh, I'll get a target lock on the ship. All right. So are you going to do it or do you want uh, Andy to try to do it? Uh, I'll do it and I'll have him shoot after I get a lock. Okay. Uh, make a comtech roll. A comtech roll? And you get plus one because you're at short range still. I got a facehugger but no successes. Okay. Did you pick up nerves of steel? I forgot. Yeah. Okay, so you can get a few more. Can I push it? it? You can push it. Push it. Add that stress level. I'm so glad somebody else has that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. This this guy is just (laughs) dipping and dodging all over the place after you get up right in his face. And you can't manage to get the lock. Instead of firing. And he prepares to launch countermeasures in case you get shot at, since he can't fire anyway. Well, yeah. So your enemy gets to go. He's trying to lock on you again, or he's already got the lock on you. So now he's trying to fire. Um, actually, he's going to make a piloting check. And he's going to try to move a little further out of the turret range. Maybe fire one of the missiles. He gets a one success. Now, you can burn your next action... If you wish to uh, counter. Oh, no, you get to make the roll anyway. Okay, so make a piloting roll. A piloting roll? Yep. 
Okay, the combat system is very a little confusing because there's a lot of like roll off your turn sort of stuff. Uh, two. Okay, he tries to get out of your basically your area, the area of influence of your light turret, and you stay on him though. You manage to stay on top of him. Um, right on his ass. <laughs> You're right up in there, grinding up in there like a teenager at a high school dance. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, he tries to spray you with a f- bunch of uh, light railgun, turret, bullet, thingies. Oh, all right. I think that's it. He gets two successes, but Andy's ready for it. And he launches... The countermeasures. Merv. Now he needs to get two <laughs> to prevent you from getting hit. What to be useful, Lip. He gets exactly two. Nice. He launches the countermeasures. <laughs> flack and all sorts of shit. Uh, basically, shits at the back of your of your um, shuttle and confuses the targeting lock, and the bullets just kind of go wild. Woo-hoo. Nice. All right. So back to your turn. Uh, I'll try to get another targeting lock on him. I guess. All right, go for it. Comtech. Comtech. Uh, you get sorry, you get plus one die because you're still you're within short range. I got none again. Oh my god, <laughs> you're having all sorts of problems with it. Like, fine, I'll do it. You feel like maybe Johnny's like just forgot to fix the targeting system on this shuttle. <laughs> do I have to use the fucking force in this thing or what? <laughs> Okay, there's two, three. Three? three. Three? All right, you lock on. And you want Annie to take a shot? Yeah. All right, he takes a shot. He gets one success. The enemy fighter is going to burn its next, one of its next actions to attempt to launch countermeasures. And fails. So Andy gets a shot. Nice shot, Andy. The light railgun turret does three damage, and it is armor-piercing. So do you want to roll those three dice and see how much you do? I got four armor, so I only get to roll two dice. Just three regular? Just three dice. Each each six is going to... Oh, wait. Sorry, never mind. I'm doing this wrong again. Sometimes you roll the dice, sometimes you don't roll the dice. So it does three damage, and then if you had had extra successes... If, or if, rather, if Andy had had extra, it would do more damage. Oh, okay. All right. So you don't need to roll any dice. Okay. Sorry. I knew I, I, I told you I'm going to mess up. There's so many no, rules going on. This is right. so <laughs> complicated. <laughs> it's not that complicated if you just know. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. No, like, no, once you've done it, it's not like Pathfinder where you have to like look everything which up. Which thing is to doing the thing at the, this time? It's just you need to kind of know order of events. And I'm probably screwing it up. He failed miserably on the armor roll. Um Andy strikes it right across the top, hits the cockpit, blows off part of the wing, and it just ruptures. The whole thing goes up in flames. Nice fucking shot, Andy. <laughs> Woo! I got, I got one! <laughs> All right! I had to do the aiming for you, but at least you got him. <laughs> All right. Now let's see how uh, Steel Hands has been doing. Can't wait to see Steel Hands ship depressurize. <laughs> Uh, Steel Hands has been run, basically been doing donuts with this other ship. They've been shooting at each other. Uh, they've gotten a few hits, but nothing that did any actual damage. Uh, but so far, nothing's going on. Can I help them? Yes, you can. You're at the top of the initiative, so you get to go first. Uh, how far away from me are they? 
they are going to be at extreme range because they've been sort of range. drifting off in the other direction. All right. Well, I will pilot towards them, but close enough to get within a rocket lock range. Okay. So you're just moving into long range? Yeah. Okay. So make a piloting check. I got two. All right. You push into long range as these two are basically getting nothing accomplished. And you can have uh, Andy try to do the target lock if you want. Lock on, Andy. Will do, boss. Got two successes. I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Not a kid. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. At this point, uh, the ship uh, tries to take a shot at Steel Hands. Because they have locked onto each other already. Watch out, steal it, baby. <laughs> steal it, baby. <laughs> he gets a hit. And Steelhands Pilot's going to try to launch some countermeasures. Steelhands, no. <laughs> oh, he got two successes. Sweet. Oh, nice. So, like, he's firing and almost just gets hit, like, dead on. But the countermeasures managed to confuse the targeting just enough. And you, you realize that. That would have hit. He would have exploded a lot. Close call there, Steely Babe. Hey, I got it. I got it. I got it. Check this out. He spins around, tries to take a shot at this guy. (laughs) Got one success. The other ship launches its countermeasures. Gets no successes. Mm. And tries to soak and does not. He spins around. So Steelhands kind of like does a little like fishtail out. Fires in on him, manages to clip it enough to break the ship up, and it just kind of decompresses, and and uh, pieces of metal, and you know, pieces of bodies go everywhere. Nice move, Mama taught you that one, huh? Was that a, was that a Riker maneuver? Yeah, <laughs> I think that was. Wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Was that the Riker maneuver? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I do watch some of your old playthroughs on the simulator. Well, nice Looks fucking trick. sexy. <laughs> At this point. Andy turns to you. Uh, I'm getting a reading from back near the Chimera. Looks like there's more ships coming in. These aren't fighters. Let's haul us back and see what's uh, going on. All right, let's get back there. We spin around and start heading back. I was really hoping to shoot you out of the sky. Yep. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> so as Kestra is out there shooting down enemy pilot ships Looking in tets. space... <laughs> Licking tits, apparently. <laughs> Back on the Chimera, Vic, you receive a message over the comms coming from the bridge. We have two ships inbound. Uh, they appeared to come out of nowhere. Unknown design. Uh, they're moving right toward the back of the ship. They appear to be some sort of uh, colonial marine boarding ship. You might want to maneuver your marines back there. Uh, don't worry. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take care of this problem, like we take care of every problem with efficiency. Well, Come on, boys. Yeah, be very efficient. Try um, not to blow any holes in the in my ship, please. Um, we'll we'll do our best, but uh, no promises. Yeah, Sid. Yes. You're back there with the roughnecks. 
You're suited up in your exosuit, basically getting ready. And you hear at the top of your... So the cargo bay is a rather large space filled with crates and so forth. And then there's the auxiliary cargo bay, which is sort of uh, like off to the side and down. That's where the Never Given got parked. Do you hear large thump as if something has hit the top of the cargo bay, like the outside of the ship? Ah. I, I don't know what I'm expected to do about it, but I'm. I just. I. Ow. I just. That was the shit. I like stop for a second, and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" Odin looks up. Doesn't sound friendly. And then, Marines start pouring into the cargo bay. Vic, go, 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 go! All right, you. I need you to secure that side. Uh, Sid, is that is that you? Yeah. Uh, come on over here. I need you to organize the rest of the roughnecks. Okay, what what for what what are we doing? Uh, I need you guys to lock and load. For combat? Um, we're getting boarded. Okay. At this point above you, you see sparks start to fly out in four circles on directly on the top of the cargo bay, as if a cutting torch is being used to breach the hull. It's moving very rapidly though. Most cutting torches it takes time. Sid, you would know this as being an experienced roughneck. These are just kind of like ripping through the hole. You uh, suspect that uh, these four circles will be completely cut through in a matter of, you know, a matter of less than a minute. Uh, roughnecks, lock and load. Lock and load what? Uh, get your bolt guns at the ready. I have no fucking clue. Bolt guns? You guys got loaders? Uh, yeah. Our loaders are currently strapped down, though. I mean, we were preparing for a breach. What, you wanna, what, what are we going to do with loaders? Move boxes around? Rock'em, sock'em, robots. <laughs> um, I literally have no idea what we're supposed to do. Like, I mean, my our orders are that we were supposed to just, like, prepare for a hole breach. Yeah, and now it appears to be some sort of breach that happening. That our hole is being breached. Yeah, so what like does that mean? fairly high above you in the cargo bay. What does that mean in terms of, like, what is a roughneck's job in times like this? We're not Marines. You know what I no, mean? No, you are not. So your job right now is... Put shit in the hide. <laughs> I don't know. It's Vic. Vic, you're in charge. What are you doing? Um, you got you guys have any weapons or anything? We got bolt guns. Yeah, all right. We'll pull them out. Um, we're about to get invaded. Let's let's take up defensive positions. Okay, just so you know, we're not Marines, man. Like, has Clara rejoined the Marines? Um, uh, Clara is with uh, Vic's group. Yeah. Um, Sid, I, I don't I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but um, if these guys take the ship, um, they're gonna kill us all. Hey, Fine. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I have hey, my bolt bo- gun at the ready. Boss, boss man over there with the smoking dick. Boss man over there with the smoking dick. What can I, what can I do for you, Clara? Like, you know what I mean? I need like, a gun. Uh, here, why don't you take this sidearm, and I'll give her a sidearm. <laughs> All right, what do you give her? Um, service pistol? Service pistol. All right. I have this stuff over here, so because I only give you one... Card for each gun, so I'll just tell you what's wrong. Two bonus and one damage. And one damage, yeah. At this point, your comms are hacked into. And you hear an announcement through the sort of echo through the cargo bay. This is Sergeant Wilcox of the 72nd Colonial Marines. We are taking back the ship that you have stolen from the Whaling Utani Corporation. I suggest that you surrender peacefully. That we have a cruiser inbound, so don't even think about trying to run. If you don't lay down your weapons, we'll kill as many people as necessary to get you to realize that you've lost this fight. That's all. This is Victarious Vinegar. 
prepare your backside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to pull my... M- M- All right, so there are plenty of crates around, like large metal crates that you can use for cover. A crate like that is going to basically give you, if you're behind cover, uh, it's going to give you four extra armor <clears throat> dice to roll, just to let you know. So if you are get shot, you get four extra dice, unless you're out front, you know, swinging a bat, in which case you're not behind cover. I wouldn't suggest swinging a bat against Colonial Marines. Exo suits provide two armor dice, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And the personal armor of the Marines provides six. At this point, the four large metal circles that have been carved through the top of the cargo bay fall with a loud clang to the ground. That, however, the holes in your hull do not vent. You do not get start, all start getting sucked out into space. What does happen is the two holes that are most forward to the front of the ship, you see these large turrets come down, like vertically, and then start swinging up. At this point, where everybody's going to get some initiative. Unless I'm still in this from outside. No, you are currently engaged in a dogfight. Damn. All right. Get some initiative cards going. I wanted to shoot the things like um, that's like cutting open the ship, you know. All right. Anybody got number one? Number two? No? I have number two. You have number two. All right. You get the first action. The turrets are descending and locking into position. They look like rather large, aggressive guns. What are you doing? Um, so, question. Um, I have the M56A2 smart gun. It, in... in in my experience with it, it would do enough damage to these guns to actually be effective. Uh, it's possible. I mean, the guns are not like armor plated. They're just big fucking guns. Okay. Um, all right. Let's get them, boys. And I'll uh, take take aim with my M56A2 smart gun. Okay. So um, you're gonna use your first your fast action to aim. Get your extra two die. So I have. Overkill and machine gunner. So I would like to do the machine gunner. I think I can I can fire full auto without causing any sort of stress, I believe. I think I get extra can I see the book? <laughs> Sorry, I just I haven't used these yet. And I thought I knew. And um just going ham, huh? I I, I mean, mean Fuck <laughs> I mean, if, if I would have realized they were going to be a little lower <laughs> turrets on your face, just sitting there, just through, like through holes in the holes in like, the, what the am ship, I, gonna do I would have bolt gun. Give it everyone the heaviest of our weapons. You we should go get an exosuit and just Can start I having fucking. Ask exosuit. a question about how turns work. Can I yell things while it's someone else's initiative? Like, while they're doing something, can I, as the character... Yeah, you can't use, okay. like, say, the command skill or the manipulation but I can skill just actively, yet, but you say can... say something to them? Yeah, I'd allow you to okay. kind of, like, communicate. Oh, it's just whenever you make a panic roll, you can just trigger the overkill effect instead of rolling. Meanwhile, I'm just sitting in the lab. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I don't know what that, the overkill effect is. I'm going to read it for you. Oh, wait, sweet. The overkill effect is... Uh, you replace the effect of a panic roll result of 11 or higher by the overkill effect. Oh, okay. So you have to get a panic roll of 11 or higher to activate overkill. And when triggering overkill, you must immediately attack your enemies and you won't stop until you or all enemies in sight are broken. <laughs> you or all enemies, yes. 
Uh, also, all of their PCs in short range of view must make an immediate panic roll. So basically, it prevents you from having to scream, flee, go berserk, or go catatonic, and instead you can just shoot the fuck out of everything. Um, so it's more of something that's going to come in later. So Machine Gunner, I think, lets me shoot full auto without triggering a panic roll, I believe. It's a general uh, your stress level does not increase when firing full auto. So f- w- full auto gives me two extra dice? Uh, yes, and then you're going to get three extra dice from the gun itself. Jesus. So, hold on. So, I've got three dice from my gun. I'd like to shoot my gun full auto. All right. right make a ranged combat so with I the extra five dice and then whatever panic dice you have or stress Jesus. dice you have. There's going to be a lot of dice, right? <laughs> he just smiled. I will die laughing. There I've got one me. success. One. one success. Oh my god, you just rolled like 40 dice. <laughs> can I push it? Can you push a success? For more success? You can push any roll you want, yeah. Want to do it? Do you have nerves of steel? Yeah. You might as well. Yeah, and even if you get to 11 panic, you'll just start like killing shit too, right? Yeah, we're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Stress level up. Vic does not go down without fighting. I need two. I get eight from my stats. And then five. Okay. All right. Roll your giant ass pile of dice, please. For one more success. Oh, that's better. Um, I got three successes and one alien, but I have nerves of steel. All right. You do not have to make a panic roll. However, when you do uh, roll a face hugger when you're doing full auto, it means you have emptied your clip. So you will have to reload if you want to shoot that smart gun again. So how many total um, successes was it? Three. All right. So you're going to do three damage. Now it has bonus damage. You have on the two stunts you can use to either add bonus damage or do other things. Like, for example, exchange initiative. <laughs> Disarm- I don't think most of these are going to work. Can you knock it like back up? Knocked maybe? prone or pushed back. Uh, it's mounted, so that's not really going to yeah. work. Um, I'll do extra damage with it, and then I think the gun does extra damage too. I think it's. Uh, it just says three. It doesn't have a bonus. No, it's just three. Is it, oh, three. they don't get bonuses. They get bonuses to your die roll. Right, 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 right. Okay. So I'm going to roll the armor for this thing. It's probably not going to survive because you're armor piercing, so it only gets half. Oh, I actually got two successes. Uh, so you did three points of damage. Uh, I would say that's probably enough to disable it. You unload your smart gun. Bullets go flying. Um, hit the hole a little bit here and there. But you manage to completely disable this turret before it gets locked and ready to fire. Um, and then uh, my, that's all my actions, right? Yep. Hey, Ruffy. Hey, hey Ruffy over there. Ruffy. Ruffy. Roughneck, you over there with oh. the hair, roughneck. <laughs> with the hair. The name is Sid. What? <laughs> okay, so you're Rock'em Sock'em robots. How fast can you unlock, um, unbolt one of these and put the crate in front of this big old hole? Not very fast. The hole's also in the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was in the side. Mm-hmm. All right, we move on to Initiative Three, which is the rest of the Marines. So I'm just gonna roll a bunch of stuff and see. They start unloading as well. Fire. Get them, boys. Um, I did not roll a single success. <laughs> Bullets go flying around the cargo bay. Um, nothing exciting happens. Anybody done number four? Number five. Sid. 
Looking out over the faces of my fellow roughnecks, realizing they're civilians, I tell them to actually to fall back so that the Marines can do their job, but I okay. stay kind of close by with my bolt gun. Okay. Um, is there anything within short range that I can shoot? Um, fortunately not. Yeah. You can, um, there is an action called Overwatch, which basically is if, if anything gets within short range, you'll take a shot at them. That's what I do. Okay. Yep. So you position yourself behind a crate. The rest of the Marines kind of look around. Uh, I'm going to have you make a command roll. Okay. That's going to suck because I do not have command. Okay. <laughs> I mean, most of them are all too willing to get out of the way. Right. Nope. <laughs> no okay. successes. Uh, so they, they kind of filter back, but with no degree yeah. of coordination or anything oh, like fine. that. So I was mean, running from crate to crate. I wasn't even saying it as a command, really. I was just like, you know, trying to, they're my friends, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just trying to encourage them to get out of the way so the Marines can do their job. At this point, the last turret, or the, sorry, the you know, last remaining turret locks, loads, and, or basically kind of locks into place and just starts spraying in almost a random pattern around the cargo bay. Uh, it's not really aiming at anything, so I'm just going to see if it happens to actually hit anything. All right. Uh, the bullets do come in one of your directions. I rolled randomly for generic Marines, generic Roughnecks, or you guys. Remember, I'm behind a crate. Yep. I think we're all behind a crate. Yeah, you all got cover. So <laughs> one and two, three and four, five and six, and it's coming after you, Sid. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. I blame Vic. My buddy. <laughs> Get him, Sid. I'm not a fucking soldier. <laughs> you are not. However, one of the sort of random spray of fire comes in your direction. I swear to God, if you got me killed, I swear to fucking God. You blocked those bullets with your body, Sid. <laughs> so I rolled four successes. Oh, my God. Uh, so this thing is going to do six points of damage. Uh, I'm, well, well I'm definitely um, down. Well, hold on. <laughs> you get to roll your armor. You get two for the exosuit, and then you get four for the crate that's in the way. Okay. So it'd be a sad way to go. Oops. I got two successes. Okay. So you take four points of damage as this thing just rips through this crate, <laughs> through your exosuit, and like kind of fucks you up. Bullet goes right through your thigh. Fuck you, Vic! <laughs> Ow! Whoa, Sid! I'm not a fucking Marine! <laughs> As this thing's laying down this sort of suppressive fire, which actually happens to hit one of my players, <laughs> huzzah, uh, behind, in the, from the other two holes, lines drop, and Marines, actual, proper colonial Marines who work for, you know, Whalen yutani or basically are contracted by Whalen yutani begin streaming down these lines and kind of firing their pulse rifles out just to lay down some suppressive fire. So sorry. Really quickly. What does the resilient talent do? Well, let's it just occurred to me that it might have been useful and not what just happened. Mm. I think it has to do with critical. Does it? Okay. I'm so sorry. I, I don't mean to disrupt the flow. but Oh, okay. Roll for strength. If, uh, anytime you suffer damage, you can't push the roll, which does not count as an action. For every success, one point of damage is eliminated. Yeah, I would have okay. gotten, because I have a lot more dice when, with strength. Well, no, you get to roll your armor, but you also get to roll your strength. So I get to do so that, So roll too. five more dice. Okay, all right. And then eliminate one point of damage for every success. Okay. Because roughnecks are apparently fucking hard to kill. All right, 
I got one success, so I only took three damage. All right. Okay. Yeah, one health health point back. Sweet. Sorry. Okay. Budubaga. <laughs> All right. Uh, these Marines are streaming down these lines, firing out suppressive fire. And again, I'm going to roll to see randomly if anything actually gets hit. Uh, they lay down some fire, and one of your marines gets clipped and Which goes down. Rodney, was that you, buddy? <laughs> Ow! <laughs> it hurts! Ah, he's laid on the ground, blood pouring from a wound in his shoulder. That was initiative six. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Clara. Um, is Rodney in an area that I can access? You can, by using a fast action, like, rush over to him, yes. Is Rodney one of your guys that has the good shit? The good Are you asking, good guns? Vic? <laughs> oh, the good guns? No, yeah. yeah. Oh, no uh, I thought you drugs. No. Now he's armed with, a, with one of the smaller weapons. We'll do one of the smaller. You know what? He might as well. So I'll run over there and try and do my healing. All right. Make a medical aid roll. See if you can help him out. He's currently broken. Like that Evanescence song? <laughs> Uh, I got one success and then a six on the... Uh... Two successes. That's a success as well. Okay. So two successes. All right. You run over and you patch him up. He's no longer considered broken. Okay. Oh, thanks. Does that mean that he's useful in battle again or is he just... It means he has one health point and can start firing back. Okay. Yet. That's all I care about. All right. Back to the top of the initiative. One, two. So Vic, you're up. You got a turret that's laying down just random fire everywhere. And you have Marines streaming down these lines. There's currently... Oh, uh, uh, um, Sid's Overwatch broke because she took damage. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's okay. But that's the way that works. You also have a Roughneck yelling at you. Yeah. You <laughs> wounded, one wounded Marine, a wounded Roughneck. Uh, you have two Marines, uh, enemy Marines who have hit the ground, and two more that are coming down the line, and two more, it looks like, that are getting ready to follow them. He also has to reload, doesn't he? Yes. And you have no... Ammo. What kind of action is reloading? Reloading is a slow action. For the smart gun especially, right? Yeah. What's a quick action? Hmm? Like a, a quick action is like moving or something? Uh, run, stand up, draw a weapon, block attack, pick up item, um, retreat, aim. Can you throw a grenade? Yeah, can I um, quick action throw a grenade? Uh, uh, no. It'd be a fast action to pull the grenade and then... You use a slow action to, to shoot, to attack, basically. I'll reload my pulse rifle. You mean your smart gun? Yeah, that's what I meant, the smart gun. <laughs> reload your personal pulse rifle. Damn, it was already loaded. <laughs> what am I doing? Um, And then, can I get a grenade? Wait, so I, I could pull a grenade as a quick action, but I can't lob it as a quick action? No. You would pull it as the fast, and then you would lob it as the slow. You have a fast action and a slow action. Could, could I pull it as a fast action now, and then throw it as a fast action next time? Uh, Sure. Okay. So you reload and then pull the grenade? Yeah. All right. That brings it around to uh, the generic people, so the Marines... Start taking aim and taking fire, trying to mow down these enemy marines, or your marines, trying to mow down, mow down the enemy marines. Get him, Chuckles. Uh, one of them gets a shot off. <laughs> fire is going everywhere. There's a lot of chaos because of this crazy-ass turret. And you see one of the marines sliding down the rope. Gets hit like right in the back of the neck, and he just falls off the rope and hits the ground. 
out of action. So that's one enemy down. And initiative four, five. So, Sid, you're up now. What are you doing? Again, what's closest to me where I am? Um, you're hiding behind the remains of a crate. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see two Marines on the ground that are within short range. If you wanted to, you try to use your bolt gun. Okay, I would like to try to use my bolt gun on the closest Marine to me. Okay, make a ranged attack. Is it ranged? Mm-hmm. It is ranged. I thought it was close combat because it's close range. No, it's a bolt gun. So it's a sh- it's, it doesn't you shoot. shoot far. It's, okay, it's, what are my options as far as close combat? You would have to run out to them and attack them with something. Oh, see, that's what I was asking was if they were within close range of me for close combat. I wasn't oh, in no. ranged combat. Um, if you aim with a bolt gun, though, don't you? If you aim, don't you get two extra dice? You do get two extra dice. So I'm it trying to find four plus two. Did I give yeah. you the bolt gun? All right. Yeah. No, I have it. I have the. Okay. It, the it might team. say, "Do you get any extra dice from it?" Bonus. Bonus. Three damage. No bonus. Short range. No bonus. Okay. No bonus. Uh, it's armor piercing. That's good. Ooh. Um, and it came preloaded, right? So yep. I don't need to load it. All right. I guess. Yeah, I'll fire at one of them. All right. So you're gonna take aim and then fire. Yeah. Take right, aim so. and then fire. So it's my agility plus two dice because I'm aiming, right? Your ranged yeah. combat, yeah. yeah. I and don't have two ranged dice combat bonus. I have a lot of bonus in close combat. I could punch them, but <laughs> I don't want to come out from behind my crate. Ooh. All right, I got one success. Nice. One success. That's three damage. He's going to roll his armor to try to soak it up. Uh, he manages to soak one die. But uh, the bolt gun like launches into his chest, and he grunts. You see blood start to pour pour out from behind the armor, but he's still standing. Okay, did something. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> number five, so it's their turn. So first of all, the random ass turret is laid down at suppressive fire. Let's see if it actually targets anyone. Targets one of you. <laughs> oh no, uh, Clara. No. You have incoming. Fire, as you're running across to help this Marine, you manage to let your butt stick out a little too far from behind a crate. As long as it's my butt, I can live with that. Luckily, I only got one success, uh, but that still amounts to four damage, or three damage. So you get to get to roll four dice for the crate for armor. Okay, four dice for the crate. No successes. All right. You take three points of damage. Bye-bye, Clara. (laughs) Are you broken? I have two health. Okay. Clara gets clipped in the side by this thing and goes down bleeding. No, I maximum. Yeah. uh, When you go down to zero health, you're considered broken. Okay. At that point, uh, you start taking critical damage and making death rolls and stuff like that. How do you fix somebody? Medical aid... Do you or have to be trained? Special talents and shit. Uh, you don't have to be trained for any roles in Alien. Oh, so you can just try to like... Yeah, just your, di- your dice are fucked up. So if you're not trained... Uh, it would shove just some like... gum in there. Well, here's the thing. I got a, I got a two in empathy, so I'm more the kind of like put the dog out of its misery no, sort of. <laughs> yeah, I have two in empathy and nothing in medical aid. Can you so. do anything when you're broken? Like, can she heal herself? Uh, no. no. And I need you to roll... Two six-sided dice, one for the tens place and one for the not tens place. You have to define which one is which. Did I have to say which one is which? Uh, well, I mean, you, one, you need to say which one's which, yeah. 
I don't like this because I don't know <laughs> what to do. We're just going to say left side is the tens, right side is the ones. Okay, what'd you get? A 64. Oh, good number. You wanted a low number? Yeah, like, I don't know how this works, so I yeah, don't I know don't what either. I want. Like six- I didn't even understand what that meant, the tens and the ones. Um, basically, you know how even like in other games you'll run like a, a two ten-sided dice to generate a number between uh, one and a hundred. Uh-huh. This one generates a number between eleven and sixty-six. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Result sixty-four <laughs> is a crushed yeah. skull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> As you. Claire doesn't what? have a Claire, Claire doesn't have a drug problem anymore. As Claire uh, gets clipped in the side by this thing, she falls, and you hear a sickening thud as her head hits the bulkhead, and just blood uh, and what you think might be brains come pouring out. I'm sorry, Claire, you're the first casualty. Oh my god! Oh Claire. no! Uh, I think we can patch you up with a med kit. I'm just saying. So, I don't think so. Loot my corpse. <laughs> Use it for that's her last words now. is loot my corpse uh, <laughs> from under whatever she yeah all right Clara goes down um, Vic up. and Sid you immediately gain a stress level uh, of course fuck yeah wow not ex- oh, I expect wow. I was more hoping the face hugger would have killed the, my yeah. first player just a random turret random turret. However, now also random marine fire as they come sliding down. Let's see if any of y'all get targeted. Uh, no, but another one of your marines goes down, Vic. Danny, no! Uh, the marines are now, there's four of them that have land, or sorry, there's three of them that are on the ground and they're out maneuvering, trying to get positions uh, uh, sort of behind crates. But the way the crates have been set up, it gives you the tactical advantage because they kind of broke through in the middle of the cargo bay. So the last initiative is Clara. <laughs> Clara no longer Bye-bye. needs her initiative. Can I have a ghost that just talks shit? <laughs> no, but you can now play Colin Robinson. Uh, yes. Fix cat. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's probably roaming the halls. <laughs> Piss on everyone's bed. <laughs> All right, so it goes back to the top of the initiative. This shit's getting crazy. Vic, you've lost your medic. You got uh, one Marine down, one of them getting back up. I'll toss the the grenade at the group of um, marines that just got under the ground. All right, make that ranged combat roll. For Clara. They don't know Clara her name. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? She was like, oh, that crazy chick. Oh, she's not our problem anymore. Pretty sure I saw her brain. You need to burn your dice. Are Are you just cursed? even his dice. (laughs) I'm pushing. All right, another stress level. <laughs> I'm gonna die laughing. Nick's gonna be the first person who dies of panic. Yeah. <laughs> he just has a stroke and falls over. Let's go. You do get permanent mental trauma. <laughs> Anything? Two, two okay. successes. You launch out. This thing goes off. They're gonna make their stamina rolls, which is strength plus stamina. So I'll just arbitrarily give them seven dice. And they lose two because of the grenade. Okay, uh, your grenade rolls out right between the triad of Marines that have hit the ground and blasts all three of them, kind of like 
look shaky and begin like kind of stumbling about, and they lose their next turn, which will reduce um, potential damage to your team. Now you have quick action left still. That that was my quick action. No, throwing is any no, type of it. Any type of attack is a slow action. Quick action was drawing the grenade. Oh, I thought I'd ask you last if I could quick action draw the grenade and then quick action next turn throw it so I could shoot. Okay, that's fine. No, no. Any type of attack is a slow action. Um, Otherwise, I get completely out of control. So then you already used your fast action, right? To draw the grenade. No, no, no. They didn't because I did that no, last time. That was oh, last turn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll draw another grenade. All right. You pull out another one. Uh, rolls up to Roughnecks and Marines. We're going to fire randomly at the three stunned fellows. What's happening to our ship with these grenades? Uh, they're electrostatic grenades, so okay. nothing. Yeah. All right, awesome. You see a few circuit panels, like things that control doors sparking here gotcha. and there. You're just thinking to yourself, if I live through this, I have to fix that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your Marines actually do a good job, and the three uh, enemy Marines on the ground just get shredded in the crossfire. Along with the help from a few rednecks who, or rednecks, <laughs> a few roughnecks. Not on my ship. <laughs> who uh, decide this to use their bolt guns as well. We don't take kindly to your kind around here. <laughs> so now, does that include the one that I shot? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. So they well, basically finished him off. All right. That ruined my plans, but Oh, awesome. sorry. Did you, <laughs> no, did you want nice. the kill? I can have him come back to no, life. No, no, it's cool. I just wanted to punch <laughs> something, but, you know, I'm good. Um, I, uh... So are there no other Marines on the ground right now? Uh, no, there's two sliding down the rope and two more preparing to drop. It looks like each one of these, uh, well, you're not exactly sure how many Marines each one of these uh, ships that landed on you hold. How close am I to the uh, rope where they're dropping down? Uh, you could run up with a fast action to the rope. You only have two health, though. <laughs> are you going to try to, like, wiggle the rope? <laughs> Yank them down. <laughs> Well, the ropes are probably pretty well secured uh, up in their ship where they're dropping from. I'm just, I'm going to do a lot more damage if I'm able to punch them. That's why I'm like trying to you know close in on them, but I don't want to be overwhelmed. And so if there are like four right there, I don't want to run into four of them. No, none of them are actually on the ground right now. But you said there are two dropping down. And there are two, two sliding down, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's stupid to run up when I would be vastly outnumbered up there. So... If I get, guess I just... If you get in a loader, can you do close combat? It would take me way too long to get into a loader, wouldn't it? Because they're all strapped down. Uh, I think it's a slow action. Well, you'd probably be a slow action to unstrap it, and then a slow action to get into it. So, so it would take me two rounds. Take you a couple of rounds. It, yeah. it does provide three armor and a whole bunch of bonuses to your close combat, though. So that is up to you. Yeah, fuck it. I'll get into a loader. Okay, and you can also do cool things like... Drop crates on them or shit. I don't know. Okay. You're I mean, fulfilling my final wish. <laughs> and in theory, Poor I mean, Clara, if you use, uh, in theory, if you use the loader's pinchers to grab the rope and yank on it, you might be able to tear it out of its housing. Mm -hmm. so okay. All there's right. always I, that. I, I probably use, shouldn't be giving you all these suggestions. But I use my <laughs> action to climb into a loader. Okay, well, well, you run over to the run loader. Over to the loader. Uh, through the hail of fire. Luckily, the loader's is behind a uh, crated area. And begin to unstrap it. Okay. One of the other, actually, what I'm going to say is one of the other roughnecks sees what you're doing and runs with you and basically unstraps it for you. Mm. Awesome. So between the two of you, he basically get it unstrapped and you get into it this oh. awesome. at the end of this okay. round. Fuck yeah, nice. So. so I'm in the loader now. Are you in jet? I am in jet. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, it's coming to the Marines and the tourists' turn. As all this is going on, you hear coming over the comms. You hear a familiar voice, Delaros Shinnick, the comms guy, and he says, "I hear y'all having a hell of a time down there in the cargo bay. So I thought I might spice things up. Go on, Marines, kick their ass!" And then you hear start up. The Beastie Boys. Fight for your right to party! Just starts blaring through the cargo bay. And you see some of the Marines just looking up like, fuck. This works on Sid, by the way. She feels really pumped. (laughs) Can Can I lose a stress die, actually? Uh, for the music? Yeah. <laughs> is, I'll is, have him make a command roll and see if he manages to de-stress people. Is, is he a bard? <laughs> In a sense. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, he oh, failed damn. his command roll. <laughs> he tried to be inspiring, but you could hear the nervousness in his voice. <laughs> so, random turret attack. Um, blows down another marine. <laughs> So you have two broken marines, and then the suppressive fire from the people sliding down the ropes uh, hits nothing but crate. There are bullet holes everywhere in this place at this point. You see some sort of like red goo leaking out of one crate. Uh, one crate is just bleeding styrofoam peanuts. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty terrible out here. Why do we still use these things? Because <laughs> <laughs> we have them left over from the twentieth century. <laughs> They never biodegrade. They just got mailed back and forth indefinitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, Vic, you got two Marines on the ground, two more sliding down. Um, I'm going to open fire with the the smart gun. All right, are you targeting the turret gun or one of the Marines? Turret. Turret? Are you going to full auto? If I don't full auto, I don't run out of bullets if I miss. Um, I think actually any time you roll a one, you... so face hugger, you ha- it's considered your gun runs out of ammo. Okay, but I still do the damage. Uh, yes. Uh, now, the Marines that are broken, did either of them have one of the heavy guns? Um, let's find out. Nope, they were both just pulse rifle users. Okay. Uh, three successes. Three successes. So that's going to be five damage. Yep. And it's armor piercing. And it rolls no successes. You blow the fuck out of that turret. You just aim up. Don't even need to full auto. Just tear into it. Manage to hit the housing. The entire turret stops firing and just drops to the ground with a large clang, almost hitting one of the enemy marines. You hear them, like, yelling over there. You can't tell because of the helmets and everything. They're yelling over their comms. They appear to be in a bit of a panic. I'm going to get on my comm. How you boys doing? (laughs) (laughs) Seem to be panicking up there. Clara from the big island beyond the grave is just going, suck it! (laughs) Why did you go from, like, Macho Man Arnold Schwarzenegger to, like, Charlie Chaplin? (laughs) Hey, see! What's going on? I don't know. Once I I lit the cigar, the personality changed. (laughs) Get on over here and see us over here sometime. (laughs) All right. Uh, Before we continue with this particular round of combat, uh, the Marines and Roughnecks are next. Back with uh, Dr. Ezra, 
you've been sort of watching the ratings on the ship, and you saw these two large unknown craft, some sort of new colonial marine design. They almost look like large pill bugs. They appear to have some sort of stealth technology on them because they kind of rolled up on you without being detected and latched themselves onto the back of the Chimera. Uh, you detected the hull breach and now know that there's some sort of firefight going on. There's also appears to be some sort of archaic music blasting through the entire ship. That's not very good for me trying to hear what's going on around town. But, uh, yeah. um, Would you like to do anything? Anything you think you can do to uh, affect the outcome of the battle? First things first, I'd like to start ba- uh, backing up all of the data that I have of like everything on a computer and like start running that. And then I'm assuming that the ship has like environmental scanners, like it knows when people are on the ship and not, right? Yes. And there's a DNA registry. Um, That's how they identify where people are, right? Like they know that it, my son's not on the ship. Uh, there would be like uh, like comms sort of a thing, like more of a mechanical, not like a DNA registry. Then and how I mean, would they know that his son wasn't on, sh- on the ship? Uh, because his comm or whatever his comm signal wouldn't be active on the ship. But everybody, you know what I mean, their... imagine everybody's wearing like a little beacon. Is like, it or like everyone's... a specific IP that's like pinging through the comms that like your... it signifies your... that it's that comm badge? Like they know. Yeah. All right. That makes things a little bit easier. Um, how much nanites are on reserve right now? Uh, you've got a full load. Well, I'd like to get... <laughs> oh, my God. Just don't blow your entire load in one go. And how are these dispatched? Uh, you set into one of the pre-programmed things. That, that's what um, do Dr. Do, yeah, but do they Dr. Like Turing does? Or do they go through... Blast, uh, yeah, they come out of the... blast them out in spurts. <laughs> Basically, you assign them a program, and they either leave through uh, internal or external means, depending on the program. And then they patch holes up in the ship or you can tar- use the override protocol which causes it to basically devour another ship they're not capable of tearing apart any bio material right now no it's only like metal and shit uh yeah it's just inorganic matter the idea of having a tear apart uh, actual biological creatures was kind of scrapped in the the offhand event that it might, you know, not be used properly or malfunction and eat every member of the ship on accident. Well, that takes one of my ideas out of there. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll just, like, release, I'll say a third in the rear quadrant where the ships are attached. Oh, yeah, what would you like to do with them? Um, I'd like to have them start breaking all the housing of, like, the anything that's, like, lack, latched on. So any of the ships that are latched on, if they've got like clamps and shit, I want them to start working on that. And then if there's any breaches, I don't know if they can go through anything, but start patching those up. Okay, we all have to give them one program at a time. So you're going to have them basically attack where the ships are attached to your ship. Mm -hmm. All right. It's going to be a little bit complicated. You have to change some of the programming to be a little more specific. So you have to make a ComTech roll. Wouldn't the material of the different ship be a different composition than what our ship would be since it's so freaking weird? Uh, it's probably mostly the same alloys. Okay. But you have to make a contact basically to get the nanites to target a specific zone as opposed to just eat everything you see. Two successes. Nice. Alright. You do a 
quick reprogramming as you're launching them, just kind of crossing your fingers and hoping that you don't accidentally eat a hole in your own ship and vent everybody in the cargo bay, but you managed to pinpoint it. Uh, would I be able to also send out a quick comm to the local channels to let them know? Yeah. I'll let them know that the ship, the nanites are working on the ship and just be careful in case of uh, extreme depressurization. Okay. Everybody in the cargo bay hears this. <laughs> um, Dick looks around with a little bit of panic. Um, he, <laughs> he fears the nanites after hearing about a nanite accident that dissolved a man <laughs> in the early days. He doesn't know if it's true or not, but it's definitely a rumor that has circulated around the Marines. And so... They are real nervous around the nanite containment zone. Okay, you gain a stress level. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of your Marines are like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then I suppose I'll pull out my service pistol and just make sure it's in working condition. And I still have my compression suit on, so I've just got my helmet with me in case. Okay, so you prepare just in case somebody happens to mm-hmm. come into your zone. Kestra, you are just finishing off and flying back and you get these ratings that these two strange like pill bug sh- or like beetle shaped ships have latched on to the back of the chimera uh it's still a ways off though you can attempt to push your little shuttle and accelerate and maybe get back there to do something or you can just cruise in slowly what are you gonna do uh i'll accelerate all right you choose your your uh hot shot or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Full throttle. Yep. Holy shit. How many dice? Yeah. Do you have stress dice to roll too? Oh, yeah. Don't forget those. Do I still have three? I didn't lose any. You had not That's lost any. Uh, I got another success. So I got one, two, three successes. All right. That's going to allow you to push a lot faster. So you just basically power on the gas. Uh, the other two shuttles are coming up behind you, flying a little more modestly so they don't you know, accidentally blow an engine or whatever. And eventually, you get within range of the Chimera, and you see these large metal ships. Uh, you guess it looks like each one might, on the outside, be able to hold like 10 Marines. Uh, but they're de- very definitely some sort of colonial Marine, like, souped-up uh, boarding ship, mm. which is something that you've never really seen before. They usually have to do these attacks and then manually kind of pull up and like move out you know something to latch on and then drill their way through but these appear to be specifically designed for boarding actions looks like we got a few ticks on our backs boys uh, what do we what do we what do we do about it i say we help Boss. them out <laughs> <laughs> everybody take aim at these little freaking ticks we got on our backs and just give it hell all right uh, so you, are you going to be the one to fire? Uh, yeah, I'll have him aim and I'll fire. Okay, so he get, easily gets a lock on because they're not moving at all. Is it range combat? It is going to be range combat. You're going to get plus one, I believe, because you're within short range. Hey, no, that the the short range bonus is for target lock. My bad. Oh, okay. So you make your roll, including your stress dice. I got one face hugger and two successes. Two successes. All right. And they're armor piercing. So let's see. 
Uh, it does not soak up. You rip a hole in the back of one of these boarding ships. They appear to be heavily armored. It's made basically to take fire as they come in. So it does not actually breach the hole and like tear it, you know, tear the ship apart. But it looks like you peeled off a lot of the metal. Uh, you also need to make a panic roll. Oh, yeah. I got a four. Four total after all adjustments? Um, So four minus two That's plus three. one. So five total. Okay. How many? How, what's your stress level at now? Right now? Just two? Three. Three. Okay. So it'd be whatever you roll plus three minus two. Yeah, which is five. Okay, cool. You uh, keep it together. Kestra, cool under pressure. Yep. There's a steel batch. Not twitchy like Vic. <laughs> <laughs> this is in my family. Uh, listen, it turned it turned him into man jello. <laughs> and, it, and his and his childhood best friend watched. That's rough. Yeah. Uh he shit the bed for months <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> okay, as Kester's attempting to peel the ticks off your ass, inside the firefight rages. You all do see the Marines kind of like, you feel a jolt to the ship, like something like ran into it or something, like you got bumped. And then you see the Marines uh, at the top of one of the holes, you know, at the top of one of the lines in the hole, kind of looking up. You get the feeling that something's going on out there. Your Marines fire randomly and manage to take down one of the people on the ground. And then we go to, what was your number again, Sid? Sid, you're up. You're in the loader. There are Two Marines on the ground right now. They're kind of running around looking for cover as the turret and everything else, like, just spraying wildly at the, uh, the rest of the Marines and Roughnecks that are behind crates. Okay. Um, What abilities do I have with the, like, can I, can I charge at the closest one and just fucking hit him in the face with the loader? Yes, you can. I would like to do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it takes your fast action to move in, and okay. they look over and they see this big fucking... <laughs> You know, yellow and black striped caution, <laughs> fucking yeah. load lifter coming at them. You're behind the arc of the turret fire, so you're not getting shot at by that anymore. But they turn up, like, defensively. Uh, but you get to get in with your thing. Now, the you're going to make a close combat roll. Awesome. And then you get three extra die because of the load lifter. Okay, so that's mm. five, three. I thought the turret, isn't the turret dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that uh, Vic took the other one out. It. Vic is the turret killer. Yeah. It's okay. about to have to roll a bunch of panic dice, though. <laughs> okay. I got two successes. Okay. So let me check to see how much damage this bad boy does. I feel like it does alien squishing damage, so it's probably going to splatter yeah. this guy. I hope so. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like shouting the lyrics to fight for your right like as I'm charging them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it does a base damage of three. Yeah. And you got how many successes? Two. So you want to use your extra success. You can knock them down. You can disarm them. Uh, you can do extra damage. I want to knock him the fuck down. Knock him the fuck down? Yeah. Right. He does get to roll his armor. Uh, he rolls pretty well. He soaks all of it except for one point of damage, but that's, that's enough. That's why I knocked him down. For you to knock him down. So you <laughs> yeah. run up Slam him in the chest with your forklift arm. It hits him directly. You see the uh, armor plate on the front of his chest just kind of splinter as he like falls to the ground. And his buddy looks over, takes direct aim at you, because it's his turn now, and fires his pulse rifle. Okay. 
<laughs> well, it was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> nah, I roll a shitload of ones. Oh, good. Uh, okay. <laughs> he turns towards you and like his marine training, like watching this giant thing just kind of like throw his friend around like a rag doll. As marine training fails him and he just kind of sprays up and a few of the bullets just bink off of your load lifter. <laughs> but he misses terribly. Okay. Uh, the rest of the Marines are doing more suppressive fire as they come down with the possibility of injuring some of you. Uh, they're hitting nothing, but two more land next to you. And then you see the Marines up top look like they'd be into panic. And yellow lights go on in the cargo bay, indicating that there is a depressurization problem happening. Oh, fuck. And the Marines up top in the holes are looking down around them. What, how, what can we do? Can we just get out of there? Is that an option? Um, yeah. Um, are the Marines wearing pressure suits that are coming in? They are not. They're wearing armor. Mm-hmm. The only wearing, only guys. people wearing pressure suits right now are the Roughnecks. How far from the exit are we? Uh, I mean, you could get there in one turn if you want to just get the fuck out of Dodge. How quickly... So the depressurization, um, I know in the Alien movie... Uh, an alien gets sucked out of the ship with it. Um, is it that violent of a depressurization? Uh, it depends on the size of the holes and everything else. So you're not sure. All you know is that something's depressurizing. It could be a couple of bullet holes. The Marines that are trying to board seem a bit panicked for whatever's going on. And you also felt some sort of jolt um, hit the ship. Do I have my helmet? You do. Yeah, you're wearing your suit. So I'm good, actually. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. Are there emergency pressure helmets somewhere or something like that? There are uh, uh, the exosuits like hanging up here and there, the ones that haven't been used by the Roughnecks. Uh, however, normal procedure when something starts depressurizing is all the bulkheads seal off the depressurized area. So unless you do something like right now, you will be stuck in the cargo bay with the depressurization. Just to let you know. And it is your turn. <laughs> so there are pressure suits um in the event of a total depressurization how how long do i have before my character is incapacitated uh, well once you mean once it's vacuum yeah uh you basically make rolls every round until you die <laughs> it's a stamina roll it, how- it gets progressively harder and harder i can hold them off if you need to get out of here Vic. it's good we're good right oh uh, also since you are not wearing an exosuit, I'm going to say your stress level goes up by one. Give me that. Give me that. Um, there are still rednecks in here, too. Or roughnecks in here, too, right? <laughs> now I'm doing it. Um, yeah, but they've all got their suits on. Roughnecks all have their suits. I shout to Vic that the roughnecks can hold them off. Like, you know. How long would it take me to don an exosuit? Uh, you'd have to get to the exosuit, and then I can believe, believe you can hastily don one with a slow action. So I could fast action, get to one, and then hastily dawn with a slow action? Yep. All right. Um, Can you put an exosuit on over armor? Uh, I would say, yeah. It's going to be bulky. It's really going to limit your mobility. It's going to affect your ranged combat. But I'm going to shoot. Um, well. Too bad neither uh, Pepperwood or Sid or not Sid, Kester are there. Mm-hmm. You're going to see him rapidly change. <laughs> That's fine. I'm 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 gonna keep shooting. All right. So you're gonna spray down a marine. <laughs> so let me ask: If I do more damage than a marine has health, I can't shoot multiple marines. No. When you do full auto, 
and you get multiple successes, you can spread the damage out. Okay. So that does require that you use full auto. I'm going to run and don a pressure suit. <laughs> right. Do you give any sort of orders to your Marines at all? You're mm. just like, see ya. <laughs> How many uh, are left? I uh, started out with Eleven. nine. Uh, yeah. One went down, got patched. Two are down right now and broken. Yeah. So you got uh, six healthy, one wounded, but still able to fight. <sighs> no, you know what? Vic's personal agenda is glory above all else, so he's 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 gonna fight. I'll I'll I'll, I'll full auto the marines that are that are there. Okay, full auto. So you're gonna add two dice. Uh, you add one stress level, but you don't do that, right? Yeah. Because of your ability. That's correct. And you can assign any extra successes to targets within short range of the initial target. He gets one success. Oh, wow. One, two, three, four successes. Okay, so you hit the initial target, and then you can hit the other two Marines that are down there with them. Yeah, I'd like to hit all of them. Okay, you just rip into them, uh, and then you have one extra die. If you wanted to do something special to any of them. One Isn't extra die? Right I do, after all the face hugger. You get a face hugger, but you got one extra success, so you can do a stunt. Oh, shit. So you can knock one of them over. You can knock the weapon out of their hand at long range for some reason. Um, uh, you can, I hit all of them with enough damage to kill them? You hit all of them with the initial damage of the gun, which is going to be three. Oh, right, right, right. They can still I, get to roll to soak it. So can I add... One damage to one guy? Um, or Yeah, I'll, I'll add one damage to one guy. All right. He's marked with this arm. I'm one of six right over there. Uh, yeah, but that's not... That's not... Uh, <laughs> Vic right. doesn't care. Yeah. He's the one who threw us to the fucking lions anyway. You full auto spray into this area. Like a lot of your bullets coming real close to Sid. <laughs> Sid, you hear a bullet from probably from Vic's gun ricochet off of your off of your giant lift loader. Friendly fire. <laughs> Friendly fire. Uh, you hit all three of them and wound them. Uh but the armor basically is keeping them alive. Like they they got hit, they're bleeding out. They look Kind of in a panic, and they're starting to basically kind of move around and run for cover. So make your panic roll. You got a plus, that is or a plus five, plus six should be plus six. Roll. I believe six stress here, levels. On a fly surface. That mats cocked. Hold on. What's your stress level? Six. Okay. Because I'm also all right. So add, roll and add four. Well, and remember, if you get an eleven or higher, you get to do the overkill thing. Oh my god! You rolled a ten. Yep. That's so a now 10? he can use overkill. Six. Right? It's gonna be six plus six minus two. Yeah. Oh, no, he has to roll an eleven or higher. Oh goddamn! Can I push the stress two? roll? No, you cannot. Aww. You're one All point right. away from your overkill. stress level goes up by one. So Sid, your stress, stress level goes up by one. Okay. Uh, Vic, after spraying down all these marines, you start to think about the decompression and the nanites and the goo and the story, and you freeze. With stress, so you lose your next slow action. So you see Vic just kind of like, he locks up and he's just looking up at these holes and looking over at the yellow lights that are flashing to indicate decompression. He appears to be losing his shit. God damn it, Vic, get it together. <laughs> you have lost more. Vic has had more panic than anyone. The Marine that just fucking keeps shitting his pants. All right. 
Meanwhile, the other Marines uh, start exchanging fire. Oh, my God. No successes. So they're not doing any good. Uh, Sid, you have three Marines around you, all of them wounded, one of them trying to stand up. Uh, and you are in the midst of them. What would you like to do? Loot Clara's body for there, a surgical kit. Is there, <laughs> is there a hole right above me where they were dropping in? Yes. Can I pick one up with the lift loader and throw him off the hole? <laughs> um, I mean, the lift loader's got like a really big reach, right? So like, I could just like, you just want to like, grab him and just, just hurl them that. through the hole. Yes, I do want to do that. I mean, even okay. if you miss, you'll hit the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Use them as a baseball bat. Um, the ones dropping down on the rope. <laughs> is there a reason for this, or just? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to hold them off so that they stop damaging okay. the other people. All right. First of all, make a close combat roll. Okay. Co- combat roll to see if you can grab him. Okay. This is uh, an illegal move she learned in Loader Wars. I, grab, <laughs> I got one success, so you need at least two. Okay, hold on. Uh. Don't forget all your stress dice. Five, eight, and then do I get the bonus for the loader? Yeah, three for the loader. Okay, so it's all these. All right. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> He's in trouble. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Well, at the very least, the other Marines are going to think twice I about got getting next to five successes. <laughs> all right, no panic? No panic. Damn it. All right. So you have him. You grab him very, very firmly. and Still kinda... singing the lyrics to fight for your right. All right, and then kind of... <laughs> Do the backswing and hurl, and now you're going to need to make a ranged combat roll to see if you can um, actually get the hole, no, or if you okay. just hit he'll, the ceiling. He'll still hit the ceiling, right? Even yes. Does she get oh, the yeah. plus three for the auto loader? No, just ranged. Okay. It's ranged combat, not close. I think combat. it'll be funnier if you miss because he'll just be like <laughs> smushed <laughs> against the ceiling. Yeah. You basically like spitballed him against the roof. I got a success. Okay, uh, you <laughs> hurl him up and manage to get him through the hole. <laughs> You hear some other roughneck uh, behind you yelling, two points! <laughs> <laughs> that was at least um, three. <laughs> I'm going to make a roll real quick because he hits the other Marine that's still up there. Um, okay, the other Marine doesn't take any damage from him, but he does kind of slip and he's, you know, he's like, looks like he's thinking about sliding down, but he looks kind of panicked and he's looking around and then he gets hit by his companion. <laughs> Uh, and his companion, oh, man, actually manages to sort of like grab onto something <laughs> while he's up there. Does he grab and, onto his friend? Huh? He grabs onto like uh, something that you see up there, but his friend oh. grabs onto something else, and you'd see them like almost both fall back out the hole. But they do manage to maintain their fitting. <laughs> they look. I mean, if they're all wearing helmets, but you imagine the looks on their faces are a little confused at this point. <laughs> now the other, there's two other wounded. Marines left, and they are taking cover as they're firing. Now, let's figure out what their targets are. Do they have stress levels? Because I feel like the depressurization and seeing their friend just hurled up a hole would probably make them a little stressed out. Yeah, the thing is, uh, NPCs never have stress levels. The GM just decides, this guy's freaking out, this guy's freaking out. It's more of a story element, hence them like completely freaking out. Okay, so... Oh, you two are really lucky. They take shots at the Roughnecks, and they take shots at the Marines. They don't take shots at the giant yellow <laughs> robot. Uh, one of the Roughnecks gets hit and no. goes down. Which one? Um, 
I don't know. Let me it's going to be an alliteration again. It's going to be Abigail. Rucker Abigail. McDonald. Rucker! <laughs> no! And, uh One of the Marines, another one of the Marines gets hit and goes down. Which one? Uh, Uriah. Uriah! <laughs> All right. At this point, you hear more. You actually start to hear hissing. And you realize that the ships appear to be wobbling. The ships that have like lot, uh, latched onto the top. You can see, you can't really see up there. You just see like a tube. It looks like it's very specifically a tube made to latch onto your ship, cut a hole into it, and then so Marines can drop down. Um, however, you're seeing that the cylinders that are coming out the top of these holes appear to, you can see like a movement up there. And the Marines standing at the top are rocking back and forth. And you see them start gesturing and basically they start climbing back up into the ship, leaving their two companions in the cargo bay who look very confused about what's going on. I, at this point, I'm going to have Dr. Norman Ezra make a com tech roll. You're going to get, I'm going to give you one extra die because you've already done this one. You're just improving your position here. Mm, one success. Okay, you manage to keep the nanites on track as they start tearing through the connecting points. Kestra, you come around for another strike. Do you want to make the attack? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, looking tits. I'll have Lip do a target lock with the railgun, and then I'll fire at. Can I fire at like the connections? Uh, they're kind of latched. Uh, say like the be beetle-like shape, basically okay. give. They form an umbrella over where they're connecting. You can can, I, basically, you're just trying to rip uh, holes in the back of these ships can to I disable at, them to destroy them. Can I aim it where I hit it last time? Uh, you can aim at the same ship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I'll have lip aim at it, and then I'll shoot it. Okay. So, make your roll. Is it ranged combat? Ranged right? combat. And all your stress die. I got two successes. Okay. Let's roll some soak damage for these guys. Nothing. You rip the back of this ship open, and you see a couple of bodies go go venting out into space. And now you can see like the internal mechanisms of this thing. It looks like it is like some sort of cargo or uh, troop transport. It's like very, very, very tight quartered with a whole bunch of extra machinery on the bottom to do whatever it is that it does. Um, at this point, those of you inside the cargo bay, the alarms start sounding, and you can feel the explosive decompression hitting as something happened up there, and then you just see a pair of Marines' feet as they were getting ready to go back up, just go whoop, straight up and into back into their ship, you think? <laughs> At lightning speeds. Um, those of you not in giant load lifters need to make a mobility roll. Would I also be notified of the decompression? Uh, yeah, you hear now, like the, like you're basically watching all these monitors, and you beep, beep, beep. There's a beep of increased and potentially dangerous decompression, and the doors to the cargo bay start closing. Um, I got two successes. Okay, you grab onto a crate oh and manage God. to keep yourself from being sort of lifted off the ground. It's not so much that it's going to start sucking people right out, 
but it is starting to like move things up. Uh, I also have to make a panic roll, I guess. You rolled two face huggers. <laughs> okay, so yep, roll your six and add your number of stress, which I believe is seven now. <laughs> your stress level should have been seven after you got raised last turn. Yeah, it is seven uh, plus uh, so nine. Nine total? Okay. Um, at this point, your stress level increases by one. As in a panic, even though you're like frozen, you're kind of so forth, and you, your your brain starts to go, oh, the heavier I am, the more it's going to suck me up. And you so you unstrap your smart gun and like throw it to the ground, your eyes on the, the, the exo suit nearby. And you no luck with your <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and where was I? Let's see. You... Okay, so now it's Vic's turn. Um, uh, so you I... have a fast action, and that's it. Um, I'd like to grab an exosuit with my fast action. Okay, you run over to the exosuit. And, and like... grab onto something else and buy it as well. <laughs> okay. Just in case. And then firefight. Well, actually, the Marines and... The roughnecks are all starting to grab onto things. And a few of them are being pulled, like, sort of violently towards the center of the room. Looks like about half of them have something. Uh, the two broken ones are being, like, easily, like, slid across the ground. Sid. Yes. You are in a giant load lifter, so you don't have to worry about this quite yet. Okay. Uh, what would you like to do? You see roughnecks and marines sliding across the ground getting pulled toward the center of this room as this decompression builds. You reckon that they're going to be going up soon mm-hmm. at a certain point. And then there are also two of the enemy marines that are hidden behind cover. They're kind of deciding whether they should be shooting or evacuating or whatnot. So you have two enemies. Well, they're not wearing exosuits, right? They are not. They are wearing combat armor. How far away is the door? You said that the door is starting to close. Yes, one, I, uh, all the doors leading into the into the cargo bay. Are, are there people that I can usher out before that happens? Like people that are close that I can like. Um, you would need to stop the doors from closing first. You want to kind of like jam your robot into the door so they can people can get out. I would like to do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, make a heavy machinery roll. Oh, I can do that. And you get plus, I oh, believe, plus three for the exosuit. And say you should do a T pose in the doorway. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I got one, two successes. All right, you kind of lumber over to one of the doors and manage to jam the forklift arms in there and kind of like putting the stress on them to resist the, the bulkhead doors from closing. Okay. <clears throat> I'm calling out to anyone that's not wearing an exosuit, you know, just being like, come on, this way, this way, you know, trying to usher them through the door. Okay. You know from experience these bulkhead doors are very strong, so you're probably going to end up crushing the load lifters' uh, forklifts at some point right. soon, but you have bought people some time. Okay. The last two Marines on the ground... They rush out to the center of the room and, and are basically trying to climb the ropes to get back into their ship, the one that doesn't appear to have had problems. <laughs> uh, so they completely ignore the rest of you. Uh, at this point, we'll kind of go into free form because there's no more combat. Um, Dr. Ezra, what are you doing? You detect the decompression. Like to reinstate the protocol to repair the holes. All right. Make a contact roll. See how fast you can do that. Is that dumbass in the room helping me at all? Yes. 
Or is he just sitting there? Oh, yeah. Get yourself an extra die boxes. for that. He's just waxing the stash. I'll take a stress die. Pushing it? Yeah. So, yeah, you get, you get one extra die for him assisting you. Are you fucking kidding me? Seven. So, no. All right. You're desperately trying to reprogram them. They, they seem hell-bent on eating the uh, enemy connections. <laughs> Kestra, you have ripped up one ship. Is there still another one attached to that? There is still another one attached. What's the other one doing? Uh, you can see that its engines appear to be like kind of like charging up as if it's getting ready to move. Like getting ready to like weave? Move? Yeah. Um, what's the ship that's like attached to our ship doing? Like is it just kind of like... Oh, the one you ripped open? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. stuck there. Whatever magnetic or grappling effect they use to attach to your ship is engaged. And despite the fact that the ship's now you know, open air and useless. Um, it's stuck. Huh. Can I do anything to help the decompression from the outside? Um, no. No? Damn. No. Not unless you ocean. can think of something real clever. You could land your ship on top of the other ship to stop <laughs> the decompression. You know what I mean? Like, use yourself as a cork, sort of. Can I do that? The shuttle is, like, pretty large. Um, it uh, requires some tricky piloting. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, go for it. Right. <laughs> you get sucked up to the hole and bang your head on the bottom <laughs> of the car seven. How I, die. I got a face hugger and no successes. Really? Really? Can push it. You can push it if you want. <laughs> We're so stressed. For glory. I'm just like idly sitting in a room, like smoking and clicking uh, on a computer. One success, but one more face hunger. Okay, so I believe you actually are supposed to roll the panic die before you do the oh, push sure. or whatever. Who cares? Okay. Just roll the panic die now. Five, six, seven, eight, nine total then? Nine and minus two. Oh, minus two, yeah. Okay, you develop a nervous twitch. Your stress level increases by one, and stress level of your co pilot increases by one. Like, you okay? <laughs> yep. Just don't grind here, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but you are successful. You land the, the, the you land sort of land the shuttle on top of the the burnt out remains of this boarding ship and kind of wedge it in there a little bit. You know, Johnny's gonna have something to say about that because you're scraping the fuck out of his ship and one of the missiles actually kind of semi dislodges and almost like goes flying off into space mm. sideways. This is for you guys on the cargo bay. Right. Hope you appreciate this. Everybody in the cargo bay, the decompression slows down, and the, the lights are still going, but the sirens are no longer going off. You have two Marines desperately climbing up a rope, trying to get to a ship. But now they can't, right? Because their way is blocked. Uh, no, he, he's blocking the one that he, oh, he ripped okay. open, which is venting, and the okay. other one's not vent. It's sort of venting because the nanites are eating okay. the uh, connecting area. But they are, it's not, uh, it wasn't like literally decompressed violently like the first one was. I'd so, like, I'd like to put on the exosuit. Okay, slow action. You quickly throw on the exosuit. Uh, and then I'd like to walk over and um, pick up. Is one of the Marines that's dead? Are they dead or are they down? There's two that are down. Yeah, two. Uh, sorry, there's. I think there's three that are down right now. Can I walk over and um, pick yeah, up? It'll be a fast action to run over to him. So you did your. You um, put on the suit and then you run over to your. Fellow Marines, oh, as the air starts to leave the chamber. I need a first aid kit to, to stabilize them. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um no, you can make a medical roll. The first aid kit I think just gives like two Plus extra two. dice or something. But you could grab the one from the body My of Clara body. Green. Either I have a surgical kit. any none of the none of the Marines that are down have the M five six A two smart gun. No. Um I'm just gonna I'll go over to the closest one and I'll get ready to render medical aid. Okay. You head over towards the, the wounded Marines. They're all kind of piled in the center right now. Anybody who's unconscious has been sucked to the center from the decompression. Uh, Sid, you're still hoping, oh, keeping the doors unlocked. The Roughnecks and the Marines. The Roughnecks start basically coordinating and picking up the Marines or mo- moving them out and be like, it's not a fight anymore. Just get moving. Get out of here. You're not going to be able to breathe. Trust me, we've dealt with this more than you have. <laughs> we walk around the outside of the ship all the time. And they start moving everyone out through the door as you're holding it. Uh, make another heavy machinery roll to see if you can keep those doors from closing. Clench those cheeks. Sorry, I got my stress die. Okay. I got two successes and a face hugger. Okay, make your panic roll. Uh, well, I've got... Um, Okay, what, what is the panic roll? I just move roll one up. die. Yeah, one die, and you add your stress level. Okay. And then we do subtract two if you uh, have nerves of steel. Seven. I don't have nerves of steel. Seven, all right. Nervous twitch. Your stress level increases by one. Okay. And fr- stress level of friendly PCs in short range of you. Which are? Uh, technically, that would be Vic, but I, <laughs> sorry, I, I, Vic. I feel like Vic's preoccupied. Okay. So it'd be kind of like you. I don't, I don't feel like him in his exosuit would notice you in your... Lift loader twitching. Right, so. right. I'm just worried at this point that the door is going to collapse on me okay. and that no one's going to get out in time. So I'm just a little concerned. All right. So you're holding it open. Uh, the two Marines go flying up the rope back into their. I gotta go flying, but you know, <laughs> climb quickly <laughs> back into their ship, and then you hear the noise <laughs> as the ship begins to detach, and then the decompression gets really crazy. As they leave behind your cargo bay with two giant fucking holes in it. Uh, Kestra, right next to you, you can see this thing detaching and attempting to start to move away. Dr. Ezra, you detect that the decompression is getting much, much worse. Going to try to get those nanites working? Mm -hmm. Don't forget your extra die from your your buddy. buddy. (laughs) You're not buddy. One success. All right, you managed to get the program locked in again remotely, and they start sealing up the whole breach, which they're quite good at, so it's going pretty rapidly. So we're just going to say that Steel Hands comes by and uh, rips a hole in the back of the other one as it's trying to leave town. The decompression stops. Uh, you all feel a little bit better, and the only casualty was Clara Green, <laughs> who slipped Clara. and hit her head. Who is now Ragu. <laughs> and uh that's it you managed to stave off the invaders Woo-hoo! Go and team immediately alien. of course the red alert stops and you hear the captain's voice well the beastie boys music stops as well <laughs> <laughs> captain's voice all right everybody start getting back into and uh get this thing ship shape again we may have more incoming we're going to immediately make for the planet we're going to evac and we're going to get out of here Waylon Yutani, be damned. We're not going to. I'm not going to lose this ship for a bunch of farm animals. I love that his idea is to evac to the planet. <laughs> no, evac 
the planet. Evac planet. the people. Oh, on the evac the planet. Okay. Basically, get everybody off the planet and then get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. can I remove my life floater from the door now? Uh, yeah. The uh, okay. once the decompression ends, the the nanites seal okay. the holes. The decompression ends, and then the uh, all the doors open. Although your door is jammed now because you've been fighting its the mechanism, so it's kind of stuck in the halfway position. <laughs> That's it's a good thing I upgraded those nanites. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, and uh, that's where we're going to end it. First character death. Hopefully many more next game. For Clara! For do Clara! Need, do I need to keep track of my stress, Jason? Yes, mark your stress levels on your character sheet. So my, my stress level went down at the end of that by one? Uh, for what? You said it, our stress level went down a little bit? Uh, no, just, just mark what your stress level ended at. And we'll deal with that stuff. You can always use a slow action once per game to interact with your special item. And that reduces your stress by one. You can also take nap relieve. You can also have someone counsel you, whatever. But we'll figure all that out when we get back to these characters. I so did you'll probably have, have plenty of time. Presence. No. Just saying, you can go hang out by my corpse. <laughs> go skating in your brains. <laughs> this brain matter makes me feel so good. Sorry, Claire. Somebody had to be the first. I just got smushed by a smoosher. He died saving a life. In my head. In my head. Right. We will be back next game with the ground crew again. See what happens to the kids. See if Ms. Pepperwood can throw a child in the way of an alien. <laughs> so looking forward to using that talent. <laughs> I really hope I get to. See if uh, a face hugger will have his revenge on Dr. Turing for killing his two brothers. Mm, no. I got my sword ready. Excuse me. I killed one of his brothers. That's true. So <laughs> that was maybe. an eye. Yes, but you can throw children in the way, so it's this easier to go after Terry. This is true. Mm. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. That is the end of our this exciting episode of Space Fight. I mean, Alien. Without the aliens this time. Rest in peace, Clara. Can we just have a moment of silence in remembrance of Clara? No. <laughs> Everyone, here's some cocaine. Remember Clara by. Let's all do drugs. In Get your white powders out. Get your little snooter. Just do a little. Do Schneep. a little. Hoover some schneep. Yep. Do a little bump for Clara. Pinky's to the sky. <laughs> all right. I have been Jason. Oh, wait. Uh, social media stuff, right? We're still mm-hmm. supposed to do this? No. No, we never get any. We actually lost a follower on. Twitter. Aww. <laughs> Sad Christmas. Well, if it's any consolation, Twitter really doesn't. Yeah, I don't know if anybody uses I feel like nobody uses Twitter anymore. No, nobody uses Twitter anymore. But it's still there. Uh, yeah, so we have a Twitter, Romageddon. We have an Instagram, which hasn't been updated in like years. Romageddon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the Buy Me a Coffee page if you want to name NPCs and boats and tat. I don't know. And Allen's. Wait, when are we going to do boats? <laughs> Well, the Never Given's technically a boat. It's a space boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been Jason. I've been the Game Master. I have been Molly, playing Sid Hardesty. I've been Ollie, playing Vic Vinegar. I've been Jordy, playing Dr. Alan Turing. No. Wait, no. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Wait. Norman Ezra. Uh, I'm Sam, playing Castro Riker. I'm Mel, and once upon a time... I was Clara Green. (laughs) Goodbye, Clara. We'll miss you.
I won't. <laughs> <laughs> So there's like a bunch of meaningless titles for movies, though, right? What's like, the most meaningless? Best Boy. Yes. <laughs> I'd probably do something. Maybe they help the grip or something. I looked it up once, but it was stupid. You're the best boy. Who's the best boy? You're so grippy. You're so good at gripping that grip. gripping it. I'm so lost. You guys have yeah, me so fucking so confused. Did you guys hear the guy from Smash Mouth who's quitting? Uh, Life? Quitting what? Uh, performing ever again. Wait, oh my god! Fucking blessing. Ready to um, get some dead? Uh, is that a yes? Y'all are so away. gassy. Seriously, they're all shaped like butts. <laughs> <laughs>